previously on the Death Saving Bros podcast. You are encircled by demon creatures and also Siren. One demon ran off, the rest are all dead. Where were we going next? Prussian Canal System? To look for the Diadem Exorius? You have been transitioning over these past several days from these grasslands towards a more marshy area. You have also noticed off in the distance that there are things moving in the night. Eventually, you do come to this town seems like it should be inhabited, but it is deathly silent. Suddenly, two wagons come out of the alleys blocking you in arrows are shot at your feet. One guy climbs atop the wagons. All these goblins have been coming north, and they've been taking our food. You think just because we're green, we're goblins? Kind of racist. It's because I'm green, isn't it? Let's take a step back here. My name is Alexi. I put my weapon away. That was your first mistake. Where are you headed? What are you doing? We're going that way to deal with problems, and if we see goblins along the way, we'll murder them. I'm not sure that your strategy with those pitchforks is done the right way. My business is that I do own a fighting gym. I immediately hurl my javelin (laughs) over the wagon. As soon as you do that, all the bows are going to shoot at you. Yes. Yeah, I cast Chaos Bolt. And you hear, (laughs) that guy just stumbles off the roof. This is a demonstration. (laughs) Yeah, should we just like keep walking north? We were going to let you go anyways. When we come back through here, if we do, don't shoot me with a fucking arrow. You can see that the next day you will reach this wooded area and these trees are massive. Okay, Ambionitis, as you are keeping watch, you see a figure approaching. You recognize that this is a goblin. Hello? It's Bishmok. That's right. What's up, buddy? (laughs) Like I said, I was coming to visit my cousin. You want to come join? Come on, I'll show you a good time. Yes, we will go see your cousin in the stronghold. Cool. Welcome to another episode of the Death Saving Bros Podcast. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Paul Camper. With me today, I have Ben Renfro. What do you call a group of orcish bards? An orchestra. Well, see, I really like that. (laughs) Uh, Brad Richards. Hey, Matt. What's the main antagonist of Skyrim? Who? What is it? You gotta tell me. Is it a dragon? It is dragging my nuts on Paul's forehead. (laughs) Matt Smith. Hey, what are you the born of in Skyrim? (laughs) Dragons. Dragging these nuts across Paul's face. (laughs) Get fucked, Paul. (laughs) And Brad Renfro. What do you call cheese that protects the innocent? Waffle Gouda. Die. We are a 5th edition actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Uh, We are happy to be back and playing. Eric is not with us. Uh, He is still taking some time to himself. Uh, Who wants to give us a recap about what happened last time on the Death Saving Bros podcast? 
I think Eric would have said something along the lines of, why did the necromancer's wife leave him? Because she didn't want to raise a family on her own. Huh. (laughs) You should have saved that. Yeah. That's wrong. You're plugging for Eric when he's not here. You can use that next week. Okay, just, yeah, I'll use that one next week. We'll, we'll, we'll laugh. Don't worry. I'm sure you'll forget about it. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Uh, I can give the recap. So, after defeating Siren in battle, we went towards the direction the goblins were going. Uh, north. We found some wagons on the road, and we went around the wagons. And then this guy over here decided to spend the rest of the podcast plugging his gym and starting a fight with the entire town. That is exactly what Brixia should always be doing. Um, so yeah, then we found a town that looked eerily deserted, and then once we got into the town, there was a lot of people who came out of nowhere and surrounded us with pitchforks and crossbows. Uh, they have no fighting experience, and they were very lame. I guess they were saying that goblins have been raiding their city. So that's why they were being protective of it. Somebody shot Ambionitis with an arrow, so I blasted him with a chaos bolt and pretty much killed him. Plugged my gym, still might have a shot there. And then we went on our way, and then we ran into Bitch Smack uh, after we I think you mean Bishmuck. Bitch Smack after we got past the city. And he was like, hey, you should come up to my cousin's place because he's got a cool place. And. I think that about wraps it up. What do you mean kind of killed him? Yeah, did that guy actually die? Yeah, the dude got murked. Well, you, you, I didn't know how many hit points he had. Paul said I just blew back the building and he flew away. But you didn't he say he flew, flew straight up to heaven. Well, because I used force damage, so he might have just got knocked back. Off a building? <laughs> it's happened before. <laughs> and the guy survived. He probably only took about 18 total damage. I mean, He, he probably only had 18 total damage. Well, how HPs. am I supposed to know? Paul never told us. You were watching him for at least a minute. No, I wasn't. What's the hit die of a peasant? It's low. <laughs> Regardless, I think, uh, so now I think we're traveling with Bitchmack up to his cousin's place. And you told us that this is going to be an important episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he kept saying he was going to show us a good time. Whatever that's going to mean. I think we anticipated we're going to run into Chief Brundock. Yeah, I, I guess there's a lot of like... You know, different kind of monsters and goblins and everything out, so this, like, area is kind of weird right now, because everything just seems odd to see so many creatures and monsters in one place. I think you mean it's fine. But it's It's all fine. It's all fine. But yeah, that is where we are going to pick up today. You had been approaching this giant green line that you had seen on the horizon for at least a day, and as you approached it, you realize that this isn't just a forest that you're headed to. This is an enormous swamp with trees that are as tall as the mountains surrounding Salt Mine Valley. As you enter under the canopy of these trees, suddenly everything sounds muffled. There are vines dangling all over the place. You hear the distant bubbling of swamp, the pop of swamp gas. You hear the crickets and chirping of frogs. Frog you. Yeah, that's exactly what they sound like. Frog you. Frog you. Frog you too. 
and as you're walking along the this dirt path, Bishmuck is weaving in and out of all these little tufts of grass, like little islands, and he's jumping from one to the next, leading you on a safe path through this dank and stinking mud. Dank. Dank. <laughs> dank. He is going to show us a good time. <laughs> <laughs> and he turns to you and goes, Yeah, all the goblins have started coming north. Uh, my cousin, he... He called all of us together. He he says that it's time for us to make some choices and some decisions. Cool. Like what? <laughs> About what? I don't know. He hasn't said yet. Well, but you'll be there when he announces it. Yeah, makes sense. Will we have any voting power in the decision-making process since we'll be there during the announcement? Um. Do we count as two votes since since we're twice your height? Probably not. Do we get two? Yeah, when we get there, um, don't piss him off. Most goblins don't like people like you. Is he, uh, is he quick to anger? Maybe he shouldn't piss us off. Ah, uh, he's a competitive kind of guy. Ooh, well, uh, <laughs> based on uh, your knowing of us, I'm pretty sure you know that we, we kind of are too, so... Based on you knowing our personalities a little bit, do you think we're the type of people to piss him off? Well, I don't know you that well. Have we pissed you off at all, Bishmack? My name's Bishmuck. That's what he That's said. That's what we said. But no, you haven't pissed me off. Do you have wax in your ears or something? Yes, I do. And he picks out a huge clod of yellow-green goop, and he eats it. That mm. is a... Mm. Yummy. <laughs> All right. I got some more if you want some. Don't you fucking know. <laughs> Paul, you said these trees are like mountains? Yes, they are enormous. They're, they're mountainous, you would they, say? But it does not count for your environment. Damn it. Nice try. <laughs> um, do they have to do with demons? <laughs> <laughs> no. So as you're walking... The sun has started to come up. All of the greenery around you is so thick that only the fact that it's a little bit lighter indicates that it's now daytime. And even with it being quote-unquote light outside, everything under these trees is dim. And there is just this pervasive smell of mud. And now that it's lighter outside, you can, looking around, you can see that there are actually divots in the ground and at one point Bishmuck, single file with his goblin friends leads you past one of these divots in the ground and you can see that it is the remnants of a stone channel that had been dug into the ground and looking around you can see that there are all sorts of connecting channels in the ground with these stone walls that have been decayed and are overgrown and crumbling apart um, I guess technically the channels, you would probably recognize them as canals. It's the Parisian Canal. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, don't you mean Prussian? The Prussian? Prussian. Persian? Depression Canal System? There you go. Just minus the duh. And puh. Oh no. The Russian the Canal System? The re resin? Resin? Russian? Everybody's Russian. Everybody. <laughs> You sound like this guy that I met on the road once. I threatened him with a sword. 
Yeah, how That's scared? Nice. How scared was he? He was pretty scared. In Soviet Russia, <laughs> Toaster looks at you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just pull out index cards to get that off of? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> and right when he said that, he was looking through index cards. I'm like, where, where did those come from? I thought he, he said, had, like, wait, 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 I have something for Yeah, no, that's Soviet an, Russia. That's like an archer quote or something. But I was looking just through my uh, ability things to see what all I have written down on what page. I have my Russian comments index cards handy always. These ones are Slovak, and these <laughs> ones are German, and these are Spanish, amigo. Uh, after, after several hours of walking... You walking? Yeah, you're walking. What about our horses? We're walking. I can't do a walking impression. Oh! Yeah. Go ahead. Y- you are walking with your horses because if you were to be on the horse and it happened to fall into a mud pit, you would die. <laughs> so you're saying is at any second we could step into a mud pit anyways, or our horse could step into a mud pit anyways. And would die. Well, here's the issue. Is we're It'd be all like a, a never-ending story uh, scene where he, uh, the horse got stuck in the mud. Well, the issue is we're all single file anyways, so <laughs> one of the horses is going to step into it. Somebody's dying. Is it like the bog of eternal stench from Labyrinth? Or if you step into it, you basically wish you were dead? No, I have not seen Labyrinth, though. Wow. Hmm. Uh, but you do eventually, on your horse or walking next to it and leading it by its bridle, you come to this giant crumbling fortress and you can see goblins camped out all over the place and they all come out of their tents and they're scowling at you and rattling their swords none of them are charging you and Bishmuck is waving to them as he passes by like hi Zork how's it going how's your baby and then he turns to another person and says Freet, thanks for sharing your mutton last night. It was great. So we got Zork and Frank. And he leads you into this fortress through the wide open gates that looks like it used to be made of iron, but have since degraded into this pockmarked, rusted, useless piece of metal that's just hanging off its hinges. And the goblins have started following you in, and now you are standing in this courtyard with like a viewing galley all the way around where people can stand on the walls and look down into the courtyard and all the goblins are just sitting there standing there looking at you hmm I think we should spear somebody yeah now seems like a good time to pitch the gym (laughs) (laughs) what is this the Persian canal system what's a crafty name I can think of with that do you guys feel like you're stuck in the mud, not going anywhere? <laughs> Let me tell you about a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. There's this big open courtyard. That could be a great for the muddy area. fist. The muddy fin- muddy knuckle. I'm trying to make a butt play joke here, and I don't know how I want to go about it. Anally, preferably. Hey, bitch. Uh, Bishmuck turns to all the gathered goblins and goes, "Hello, everyone. I brought some friends." Bishmuck is like the most polite goblin I've ever heard of. <laughs> He's pretty nice. I, uh, I'd just like to do a quick wave where I just flash my hand up real quick and then bring it back down. None of the goblins wave back. Should have gave him the Forrest Gump wave. <laughs> they would have loved it. Hey, uh, Bishmack, I know you said they don't, they don't really take too kind to outsiders, 
Yeah. Is this what you meant? They just stare at you menacingly. What exactly did you bring us here for? Are they just, yeah, is, are they just going to stare at us? Like, is this, is this how this works? We're just going to get looked at the whole time we're here? We're not zoo animals, bitch, Mac. <laughs> My name's Bishmuck. That's what I said. This isn't what I consider a good time. But yeah, I'm going to show you a good time. Oh. oh, um, I don't know if you know this, but, uh, I don't like a lot of people staring at me. I'm here for a long time, not a good time. <laughs> and as you say that, one of the goblins closest to you steps forward and is he's not looking at you. This goblin is looking up in the higher reaches of the fortress, like up near one of the towers, and points and goes, Gublio! What the fuck? Gublio? We got Frank, Zork, and Gublio so far. But fucking Frank is a killer. <laughs> <laughs> Frank's a cold-blooded killer. Frank the tank. Frank's a loose cannon cop. <laughs> who doesn't, doesn't play, play by, by the, the rules? rules. Starring in <laughs> loose Who's cannon, cannon cop. Who doesn't play by the rules? After that goblin <laughs> points up, all the other goblins turn away from you and look up at the tower and you just hear everybody in unison go, Gublio! And Look, while they're distracted, kill the ball. <laughs> What's a Gublio? I yell too, Gublio! Like, very delayed. Very delayed. After everybody else had already said it and they're quiet, I just go, Gublio! <laughs> by myself. And the goblin that had stepped forward and originally called out Gublio looks at you and smiles and goes, Gublio! 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 Well, he just messed his trousers. Sounds <laughs> good. What's a Gublio? Sounds like a Pokemon. Sounds like a good time. Gublio! Gublio! Sounds like a football chant. Like. Looking up at this tower, you can see this speck has just leapt out of one of the windows <laughs> and is swan diving towards you. Jesus. A, a speck? Yeah. How high are these windows? Hi. It's a tower. 50 feet up. Oh. Should, should, we, should we make a quick attempt to catch it? Nope. To, to gain these goblins' trust? I want to see how this plays out. And as it's falling, okay. you can see that it's actually an enormous hobgoblin. Yeah, I'm not catching that. Oh. oh. She's coming down. And as the hobgoblin is falling... The entire group of goblins is taking up the chant of Gublio, Gublio, Gublio. Do we have to fight him? Gublio. Are we in a coliseum? It does sound like that. Is he about to just land and shatter like both his ankles immediately? <laughs> we'll just let this one play out. Like his knees are about to just go up into his shoulders. <laughs> He's in it to win it. I'd like to ready an action. The second he lands, he gets speared. Uh, I don't know if that's probably the best course of action. We're surrounded by goblins now. While goblins are usually bitches, we don't know if this guy needs to tell us something of where to go. Yeah, but if we're trying to plug the gym. Who's plugging the gym? Oh, I thought that's what we were coming <laughs> here for. We have no idea why we're here. Why are we here? Spearing people's a good time for me. Bitch, Mac, am I allowed to spear this dude? It's a good time for me. That's how I have fun. Uh, he's been chanting along with everybody. Gooply! Oh! Oh, no, don't do that! No? Mm. Is this a guy that would get mad at us? Yes! Oh. And then, uh, you see that 
the hobgoblin was falling and suddenly a vine snaps taut and he goes swinging around the far side of the tower and it wraps lower, lower, and he comes to a sliding skid down into the courtyard, superhero posing, superhero landing. That vine only lasted six seconds. (laughs) (laughs) And he stands up, he's like giving the, come on, give it to me, I love it, and he's putting one hand to one ear, like, keep on chanting, keep on chanting. Gonna get spear. You could have just, get spear. Could've just <laughs> said Hulk Hogan and we would have got it. But yeah, I was gonna say this sounds a lot like the WWE going on here. Yeah, but you made it seem like it was XXX, not the WWE. But all right, he's doing Hulk Hogan WWE. There we hey, go. Hey, I, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> and then he turns around and sees you, and all the chanting stops. And then I continued to start chanting. Goobly-o, goobly-o, goobly-o. How big are hobgoblins? I let that one go. As tall as you. <sighs> and let me That's tell you. a big boy. <laughs> not to be hostile, when I started chanting, I kind of was like raising my warhammer as I was, I was like fist pumping with my warhammer in the air. So my warhammer is in my hand. And then when I stop, I'll just kind of like rest it like I'm like using it to help support myself. You're leaning on it like a swagger stick? Yep. There's a reason for doing this. Gublio looks at you and he's got a gnarly scar over his right eye and he's got this big tuft of mohawk and it's tinged with red and he's got orangish gray skin. He's wearing a cobbled together assortment of different metals and pieces of armor. He's got multiple necklaces around his neck and he's got rings on his fingers extremely fancy boots on. Oh, so we're dealing with the Hobgoblin Mr. T. Sounds good. And he looks at you and goes, Does he pity us? (laughs) Beautiful! (laughs) Who is this? Oh, it's Stephen Hawking's. (laughs) (laughs) Is that Roz from Monsters, Inc.? (laughs) I'm watching you, Benazzi. I give always watch it. Did you finish that paperwork? You didn't file your, your paperwork. paperwork. You're gonna make him lose his focus. <laughs> Mr. Sullivan, he's gonna lose his focus. Sorry. When he says, "Who is this?" I, I, he's like, we can tell he's like death staring at us. Correct? Yeah, he doesn't seem too thrilled to see you there. I'm going to pull one of those numbers where I, like, look over my shoulder to see who he's talking to behind me, for starters. I'll just look at him. He starts walking towards you, and Bishmuck steps forward and goes, Cousin, how are you doing? How in the fuck are you two related? <laughs> what in the Alabama, West Virginia kind of shit was your family pulling around here? What, what side of the family? Mom's side or dad's side? Or brother and sister's side. Ah, he's on the he's on my mom's side. Oh, okay. Oh, mom's a big and, old broad. And uh, Gublio goes, "Why did you bring them here? You know I don't trust their kind." Why did you That's bring racist. them here? <laughs> I just thought, why would we follow like the scrawniest little goblin and trust his word as he's taking us to where all the goblins are? Um, knowing they wouldn't like us. 
joke. It sounded like a good idea at the time, and this guy might be able to tell us about the Russian canal system. Everybody's Russian. Everybody's Russian. Russian canal system. That's what we said. That's what we said. God, is it because you you had mentioned in the description that everything's kind of muffled? Everything's a little muffled around here. Is it because they have so much wax in their ear too? It. What? <laughs> Sorry, I had wax in my ear. Okay, you were right. Good one, Abe. All right, I step forward and offer my hand for a handshake. Actually, yeah, fuck, I already said it. Okay, cool. Uh, Gublio stares down at your hand and looks into your eye and gives you a Dwayne the Rock look. Like WWE the Rock look. Just a real big cocked eyebrow. How many people is this guy channeling? Could have just said the people's eyebrow. We would have got it. I didn't know that was the name of the move. It's the people's champ, the people's elbow, and the people's eyebrow. Smoldering intensity. He gives you the people's eyebrow. Wow, that's that's good. <laughs> and he says, why should I let you stay here? All right, well, since he's going to leave me hanging, I'm going to have my mage hand come around and shake my hand from the other side so that I don't look foolish for having my hand hanging in the air. <laughs> All of the goblins draw their weapons and like, ah, 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 for a mage hand. You guys are that skittish. They're goblins. Ah, right. And Bishmuck says, well, they don't really understand magic. Neither do I. I'm just learning. Ha <laughs> Um, Gublio. So I, I, I brought them because remember I said that I met some people on the road and they were going to go deal with the demon. The one that was yelling, where is the Diademic Zorius? <laughs> you know that one? Well, they said they killed it. We never said we killed it. I asked how much you would pay us if we were going to go kill it. Oh, so you didn't kill it? So, theoretically, how much would you pay us if we were going to go kill it? <laughs> Gublio turns to you and says, I would pay a lot, because that would mean you're strong, and no one is stronger than me. How much is a lot? He's looking for a number, unfortunately. Do yeah, you I need see a the treasure on my person? Mm. Your bling? My rings, my necklaces, my armor. So he'll get so naked just, for yeah, you. Yeah, you would just strip naked and then. If we killed this <laughs> demon. We didn't kill it then. Come with me. No, he doesn't even. Okay. And he starts marching off, and the goblins part as he walks back towards the tower. We are marching behind him. Mm, yeah, I'll go along. Here we go. Mm -hmm. So he leads you through this fortress, and you can see that by all intents and purposes, this has become his home, and it is home to these goblins now. You can see like almost like little marketplaces, but really weird and gross-looking marketplaces. You can see a frog-like creature that is not just a frog, but like a really big frog, and that's roasting on a spit. You can see somewhere else where a goblin is cooking up some stew, but it looks like black sludge. And then they are trading, quote-unquote, more like arguing and about to tear each other's throats out in one corner as they're talking about some swords or whatever. And uh, Gublio says over his shoulder, The goblins are gathering. 
because the evil is growing. They come to me because I am the strongest. Okay, have I been observing him for a minute right now? Yes. I would like to know his strength score in comparison to mine then, if he's so strong. Well, it says equal to, greater than, or less than. So for strength score, I guess that's not really gonna do a whole lot uh, because mine's maxed out. So (laughs) is he higher than a 20 or a plus five? Lower than or equal to that in his strength? Higher. All right. Okay, well, since I guess I can get two categories, let me go ahead and see if his armor class in comparison to 16 as well. Higher. Great. Okay, cool. Just when he said the strongest, I want to make note of that. And uh, he says, people like you don't trust people like me. Isn't that right? We we walked into the Goblin Fortress like... What are you saying, you people? (laughs) What do you mean, you people? All right, well, as as my purple friend over here said, um, we don't distrust you, being that we willingly walked into a goblin fortress. And why did you come here? Because Bitch Smack invited us and said it'd be a good time. Yeah, he said his cousin was really cool. Kept saying he'd show us a good time. I'm not sure exactly what he meant by that, but... Well, if you're looking to take my treasure, that's not a good time. No? Why do you assume we're here to take your treasure? Well, what is your treasure? Like, do you have a specific, like, crown jewel that you keep here? Yes. And he opens the door. And suddenly... He just shows it to us. <laughs> it's the Diadem Exorius! And when you look inside this room, just mounds and mounds of gold. My jaw just drops. Gold, jewels, baubles, necklaces, rings. You see suits of armor. You see uh, staffs and maces. And in the center of all of this, you see an enormous open area where there are seven concentric circles, each ten feet deep. And in the center of it is a pedestal with a black diamond atop it. Shit. Is Jack gonna go all demon on us? I go, what's that What's that black diamond do? Up on the pedestal. That looks interesting. Is that what that is? Maybe I will let you have it. Well, what is it? And how much is it worth? And what does it do? What do we have to do for it? Can we know what this is first? What if I don't want it? What if it's a curse? Why would I have it in my collection if it was cursed? I don't know. I Maybe don't... the curse is you can't get rid of it. Ah. Little it follows. <laughs> For exact moments like this. Bishmuck speaks up and goes, No, it's not cursed. That. And he, he just has this look of immense awe on his face. That is the crown jewel of the goblins. We claimed that. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Gublio claimed that, and every goblin worth his salt has tried to win it. Nobody has been able to beat Gublio. That still doesn't tell us remotely anything that we wanted to know. What is it, and what does it do? Yeah, are you guys having a hard... Are you having a hard time hearing us? I mean, we've asked, like, three simple questions about this so far. What is it? What does it do? Who is your daddy and what does he do? It is a diamond 
It is power. And it is worth more than everything in this room. Why do we need to speak in riddles? Why would you just give that to us? Because you are not stronger than me. <laughs> are, do you have that much pride that you're willing to risk something so valuable? And Okay, how do you win it first? You're saying strong. Is this like arm wrestling strong or is this like fighting to the death strong? Bishmuck says, it's traditionally three tasks. Is one of them killing a giant ass demon? No. Fuck. No, because Bishmuck or Gublio wasn't strong enough to do that, so. Yeah, speaking of the giant ass demon, and Abe's eye is going to noticeably glaze over as he looks at this huge pile of treasure. <laughs> speaking of this uh, big ass demon, how much were you going to offer us to go kill it? Uh, Gublio leans down and picks up a ruby the size of his fist, which is considerable because his fist is, well, let me see. It's about the size of my fist, and I make a fist. Yeah, and he's got a big fist. If you kill the demon that was hurting my brethren, I would give you this. Each? (laughs) Do you have (laughs) five of those? Or sapphire or an emerald? I would give you this. Hmm. Is that a verbal contract? It would be. All right, let's shake on it. And he tosses it back in the room and slams the door and says... But you have no proof, do you? Do do we? Yeah, you've yeah, kept well, a souvenir you've kept from a souvenir. everything. Well, that one just no, disintegrated. Paul had said there was there was like, a flap of skin or some one shit. One small, yeah, like, but there was one thing left, like a wing or. I don't but know. Uh, Gooch took that and made an eye patch. I think I know what we gotta do. We gotta go. Let hunt me ask down you, Gooch. Do you know Gooch? Has he been by here recently? He said something about. Sailing the canals. Uh, Bishmuck speaks up and says, Oh, yes. Gooch is my cousin. How many fucking cousins do you have? He's like a third cousin on my father's side. I'm beginning to think they just all call each other cousins. Hey, cuh. <laughs> and as you say that, a goblin's walking by, and Gublio goes, Hi, cousin. Hmm. But yeah, so Gooch, has he been by here recently? No. Gooch always wanted to be on the ocean. Are you sure you didn't? Yeah, are you sure you didn't keep a fucking flat skin? I thought we. I thought you specifically took something from this fucking thing. I tried, but I'm pretty sure he just like flat blew up. I think everything we were only able to salvage a little piece of like the wing flap skin or whatever, and then yeah, Gooch used that to make an eye patch. So I'm not sure if Abe has anything left over from it. So what would this first task be? So, if you are interested in doing my tasks, in challenging me, and you win, you can have your choice of treasure. That sounds like a fair bargain. What are we challenging you in? Well, that's the trick. The reigning champ picks the tasks. Let me, let me, let me, let me take a guess. I got, I got a really good guess right now. Let me take a quick whack at it. You're the reigning champ, huh? <laughs> you guessed it. Oh fuck, that was a brain teaser if I've ever seen one. Hey, guess what? It's another mid-roll with your dungeon master Paul.
Thanks for sticking with us as we all start gearing up for the 2019 holiday season. I'm sure you're all listening to us as you stock those store shelves, as you peruse online inventory. But if you're looking for a gift, look no further than some sweet Death Saving Bros gear. I mean, come on. All you have to do is head over to redbubble.com for super comfortable shirts and hoodies, helpful notebooks for your campaigns, and so much more. It's all available on redbubble.com. Just search Death Saving Bros. If you're planning some holiday campaigns and one-shots, maybe you've started thinking about how you'll set the adventuring mood for all of your players. Well, you can stop thinking and start listening to the fantastic music available over at Music D20. Will Savino is putting together a curated list of original tabletop tracks that would be perfect for your next campaign. I mean, we should know... All the music in this episode is courtesy of Will. For just $2 a month, you'll get access to the full tracks, and if you go to a higher tier, you'll get previews of the upcoming music that he's working on, and you may even have input on what he composes next. All of it is available at patreon.com musicd20. Finally, if you'd like to stay in touch and hear our news as it happens, Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or Reddit at Death Saving Bros, all one word. Without further ado, we now return you to your regularly scheduled programming. Okay, so... Is this one of those we have to accept the challenge first and then you tell us what it is? Yes. And is this like one of us individually has to challenge you or we can all do it together or do we one by one run a train on you? Since there are four of you, five of you, ah, and he puts his finger to his lips and starts walking around a little bit and says, I could probably beat any one of you. So let's make it interesting. Each of you can compete once. No one can repeat in a task. Didn't you say there were three tasks? There are five of us. Some of those tasks will take more than one. So who will be your teammate then? Are you going to pick up Bitchmack over here? Bitchmack says, Oh, no. I I wouldn't. No. (laughs) No. These tasks are pretty deadly, so... And they're not just against him. He's shown his strength multiple ways over multiple years, so... You have to be better than he was. I I understand the concept of a competition. Uh... (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, who would be your, your partner for the team challenges? Just me. Hmm. Seems like a bit of a disadvantage. Um, I, I think we got pretty good odds here, guys. Let's do it. So if only three of us compete, though, all of us still pick a treasure? Gublio nods. Sure. Why not? All right, but just so you know, I'm picking Bitch Smack. So. <laughs> so. Bitch goes, excuse me, what? <laughs> I'm just joking, bud, and I give him a nice hard slap on the shoulder. Like, hard enough for him to stumble. Gublio starts laughing. 
<laughs> you know what? You guys might be alright. So, is this like one of those things we all agree to it and then you lay all three challenges out, or is this a I'd one say we by just one accept. that you lay them out? You'll know the challenge when you start it. Ah, uh, so this is one of us where we have to strategically try to plan for events, but we don't know who's going to get what event. That's so, what I'm saying. we're going to blindly go into the first one, and you know, it's probably going to be, you know, something extremely hard and physically challenging for like little jet over here and then the next challenge you know it's just gonna be a hit point fucking a hit point trial and, and then, then the you'll one get it and then we'll try to we'll try yeah we'll try to save one of us for strength and the last one will be like a mental like lollygagging through uh, the forest brain puzzles i can try that first well okay first off gublio we have a deal i spit on my hand and hold it out for him to shake it we accept he he nods Spits in his hand. Now I will shake your hand. That that is, yep. That's the process of what. I, okay, okay. And you shake. Welcome to the Goblin Compound. <laughs> and he walks away. Bishmuck looks at you all in admiration, almost, and says, "It's gonna be hard to beat these challenges." If you fail at any one of them, you don't get anything. And you won't be able to stay. That okay. It's alright. I think any one of us could take him in all three of the challenges. Uh, you don't know Gublio. I mean, did you see how he swung into the courtyard? He does that on a regular basis. <laughs> Anybody can swing from a damn vine. What the fuck you mean? I okay. just want to like walk sideways on the wall for a second just to show him what's up. <laughs> Jet just does a quick like walk around like a circle like a tunnel. <laughs> That's a neat trick. Yeah, holy shit. I keep forgetting Jet can walk on walls. This is awesome. Um, Google, or uh, bitch Mac, you a betting man? Sure, I'm a betting man. Wow, okay. goblin. <laughs> um, okay. Are you going to initiate a bet there? Yeah, nope. was there something to that? <laughs> nope, that was, <laughs> that was all. Okay. Um, well, let me show you where I'm staying, and you can stay with me and my crew. Wait, and... so when's this first challenge start? Yeah, he just walked away. I'd like to run him down and spear him and ask him when the first challenge is starting. He's already gone. Um, but Bishmuck says, well, the first challenge will be tomorrow. So you've got tonight to prepare to pick who's going to do it. Is this when he's going to show us a good time? Yeah. All right. Uh, let's let's go back to let's go back to your group of your of your crew. You said the the people you roll with. Um, you can introduce us to more of your cousins. Uh, I'd like to hear a few more names because we've heard some awesome ones so far. I didn't know goblins had such cool names. And then. Uh, oh, well, thank you. We'll, re we'll rest up, get our HPs, and we'll uh, probably roll a D4 or something, because there's uh, D5. I don't know how we're going to... Prothean is just over there with his arms crossed. He doesn't seem to be having any of it. Prothean, don't crusade them yet. We need the treasure. Awesome. Cool. We're going to save you for the last challenge, Prothean. You'll be... You, you'll run it up. So we'll roll a D4 to see which one of the four of us will go first, probably... While we're at camp, rest up, and we'll get after in the morning. All right, sounds good. And he leans over and kind of, like, whispers to you and goes, 
you might be able to figure out some clues about the challenges. People around here tend to gossip a lot about them. Would you Are like you to, one of those people? Would you like to start gossiping? Yeah, if I knew anything. I don't know anything. His mantra is, no one's quick as Gublio. No one's as strong as Gublio. No one's got wit like Gublio. Seems like it covers all the areas. We need to talk to Frank. Is he especially good at expectorating? What does that mean? I want to just spit in his face. Oh! <laughs> That's expectorating. <laughs> well, yeah, he's pretty good at that. He spits in my face all the time. Do you like it? No, not particularly. You just think it's spit. <laughs> yeah, uh... Frank? Who's the biggest gossiper? Is it Frank? No, there's no Frank here. We walked in and you said hi to Frank. No, Freet. You said Frank, bitch. Freet and Zork. Hmm. I definitely heard Frank. Yeah, you definitely I heard Frank. Frank. I don't really think we need to... I mean, I think we pretty much got it covered then. Why are you hiding Frank from us? What does Frank know? <laughs> Is Frank part of the challenge? I want to burn this bitch down until we find Frank. <laughs> I want to start going from goblin to goblin Are you and going through like an oblivion style dialogue, just like, tell me more about challenges. <laughs> <laughs> I walk out into the room where all the goblins were sitting and I just audibly shout, is there anybody here named Frank? Will the real Frank please stand up? We're going to have a problem here. You're just out in the courtyard. <laughs> Y'all act like you've never seen an orc before. <laughs> <laughs> So you're just standing out in the courtyard and you yelled, will the real Frank please stand up? Yep. Please stand up. One goblin stands up and goes, my name's Freet. Spear him. <laughs> Imposter. <laughs> and that over there is Frick, but no Frank. Where's Frack? Freaking Freak. Frack's dead. No. Oh. Frick Frack. Where's Frank? Paddywhack. Frick Frack Freet. I hold up my Warhammer and I would like to try to intimidate for a Frank. To tell us where the real Frank is. And I rolled a 22. I think we pretty much know what we gotta know about the challenges. We, oh, we don't know where Frank is at, Jet. Now you... Pipe down, Jet. We up need to find until Frank. we can find Frank. <laughs> what do we need Frank for? Because it's fucking Frank. Freet Frank goes, the tank. Fr Freet is very scared, and she says, You can call me Frank if you want. It was a she. Oh. Gross. I don't want Frank anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I just hang my head in disappointment and walk out. <laughs> all right. Bishmuck leads you to his encampment and all the people that were there uh, that were walking in with you. They're all there and they're cooking one of those giant frog looking things. A toad? And as they're sitting around the campfire, you can hear as you're approaching, they're talking about these challenges. They can't believe that this that the newcomers have decided to challenge Gublio. And when you approach, they all stand up and come over and start like clapping you on the back and giving you one-two fake jab. And I, mean, I guess they would be slapping my ass. I take it as a threat when they're jabbing at me. And fake jab comes with a real counter. <laughs> <laughs> and they they're saying things like, "Wow, you're gonna challenge Gublio," and. Way to go there, buddy. You're gonna need it. You're gonna need that luck. What are uh, all your guys' names? <laughs> Left to right. <laughs> Bishmuck stands next to you and points at them and goes, 
That there's Clorm. And that's his bedmate, Danka. Ooh. Danka. And then we've got Brucked. And we got Uzaz. Uzaz, huh? Uzaz and Dankas. Oh. Yeah. So, nice to meet you all. Uh, yes, we are challenging uh, Gublio. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. You guys seem excited that we're challenging him. Do you guys want Gublio to fail? Uh, Clorm speaks up, and Clorm has big, hairy ears that are just thick with black hair. And you can see, like, little bits of wax are stuck in the hairs. And he's got a little bit of a goatee going on. And he is wearing, like, crisscrossed uh, sashes of rusty knives. Uh, I think that's called a bandolier. Crisscross bandoliers. And he speaks up and says, No, we don't want Gublio to lose. We just like the entertainment. So does that mean you want us to lose? Haha, <laughs> I see how it is. Somebody's gotta lose, and it usually winds up bloody. They're just looking for a good fight. Yeah, good time. So have there been many of these uh, events happening in the past? Like, does this happen often? It hasn't happened in a while, because Gublio always wins. He always wins. So do you guys even know what the challenges are? I don't think they know. They're a couple of phonies. Sounds like Gublio cheats. If he always wins. Big phony. <laughs> Plankton cheated. Cheated? I think this is a game of kickball on the playground. Cheated? Gublio cheats. That's what I hear. Uh, Danka. No, I don't want Danka. <laughs> oh, Danka. I want Danka. No one wants Let's Danka. Let's hear Danka. <laughs> Let's hear what a female goblin sounds from Paul Camper. Fine. Danka speaks up. <laughs> and she, it looks like she's almost tried to put some makeup on. Like she's got just charcoal blood. Uh, flared eyeliner and she's taking some she is wiping some of the grease off of the frog that's cooking and rubs it on her lips so it's all glossy. Oh hot damn. Steamy. <laughs> and she says Well, there's usually a strength based challenge. And it's usually the first one. That's actually better than I thought it would be. So he likes to show off his big muscles first? Al, it's not him. He doesn't fight himself? You're gonna be facing a beast of the bog. I'm sorry. I want to, like, physically not look at her (laughs) while I'm speaking. I want to just look over her because that shit is haunting to me. (laughs) She's got the smoky eye look, but she got it by literally just holding her eyes in the smoke. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) oh man, what is a beast of the bog? Well, it could be anything. Who knows? There are all sorts of creatures living in here, and he likes to prove that he was strong enough to take over this fortress and hold it. And as she's saying this, Clorm butts in and, like, pushes her and goes, What are you talking about? He never does that. What are you talking about? He always does that. Not first, he doesn't. What does he do first? What's the first challenge he does? First challenge is always something where he shows how quick he is. Ah, uh, it sounds like none of them have good information. Bishmuck leans in and goes, 
everybody likes to gossip about this sort of stuff. If you really wanted to know, there you could probably talk in the marketplace, try and find where we just need to find someone who's Penchak is seen the last one. Penchak has he seen one before? Penchak is like he really likes to keep track of things. He's got this conspiracy theory, and he thinks that he can figure out what is going to happen. And if he pays attention enough, he can win. Fat chance of that. He's a nerd. Where is he? <laughs> Loser. Show me the nerds. So we should go dunk his head in the chamber pot, is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could do that. I think all of us here have done that. Ah. Oh. <laughs> you guys bully him. Rude. Now I'm going to do it, but not because I want to. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to fit in with all the goblins. <laughs> just because I have to. <laughs> and uh, as you're sitting there, the frog has been cut up and they pass some out to you and you've got this meaty stuff on your plate. And um, as you're eating and you're talking about this, Jet, you feel a tap on your shoulder. And who's tapping me? And the person that is tapping you on the shoulder is Free slash Frank. And she has... She's come to hit on you. Oh. <laughs> she has... Um, a very squat goblinoid body with really long gangly arms that kind of like drag on the ground as she walks. Oh. And she's got these super long fingernails and she just taps you on the shoulder and goes, I was sent to get you because the challenge is starting now. Am I am I the first challenger? Well, you have to decide. Oh, all right. Oh, so she's not specifically here for Jet. She was just poking yeah. one of us. Yeah, all right, yeah. Here, here, guys, let's go. All right, let's roll a d4 to see who's going first. <laughs> all right, we'll go one, two, three, four. Uh, I think I should do the speed one. Well, three, it's going to be Jet. Yeah, okay. We should probably decide that when we get to where we're going. You could probably get a pretty good idea. You have to decide before you get there. I think we just did. We rolled the three. Where's this one person at? Which one? If I swear to God... The fucking punch. The nerd. Egg. Yeah. Um, Bishmuck leans over and goes, Well, you don't have time to find him now. Gublio's waiting. And if you don't show up, it won't count. What if we just fight Gublio? <laughs> That's not how it works. All right. Now, here. I Let's just go. I mean, if we kill Gublio, who's going to stop us? Gublio? <laughs> <laughs> I <The> just <laughs> don't need one of us to try to take a challenge and I get stuck with a fucking... Like, intelligence one with my plus one intelligence. I mean, the speed one I can do because my speed is for how big I am, but... My speeds are for anyone. Yeah, but you're a monk, so if you took this one, it's not the speed one. I could probably do the speed one. I think I'm adversable enough to handle... But if one person either. took... Listen, one, friends. We'll just get hit. I'll just try it out the first time. We'll see what it is, and then we'll know. Friends, I, I think and that's... And we rolled the oh. dice. And, uh, this one takes two. Oh, well, that would, would you been... like to join me, Ambionitis? Fucking Frank, that would have been helpful to tell us to start with. I'm sorry. Ambionitis, I'd say between the two of us, we could handle any of the three challenges that would come up. Mm. I, I, I like to fight side by side with my brother. I mean, there's nobody saying that if a second, like, you can't be the next guy having Ambionitis help you as well. Mm. Said we can each only appear in one challenge. This is my challenge. He's helping me. 
No, that counts as a challenge for both of you because there's only three challenges but five of us. All right, Abe, do you want to go? We definitely should have set ground rules with this asshole. Sure. All right, me and Abe. Well, that's if we decide on doing it this way. Gublio said now. We have the person in mind. Let's go to the arena. I wink at everybody. All right. Uh, you march back up to the fortress, and all the goblins have lined the path into the courtyard out the back, and there are goblins everywhere walking you along, and they're all marching and kind of going, Ooh, ah, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, ooh, ah. Was this the ring of fire? The ring of fire! The ring of fire! <laughs> Stop, he's only a boy! <laughs> and they light up. The ring of fire! <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> They light up some torches and they march you over to a very large canal and Frank slash Free taps Jet on the shoulder again and goes, the two that are starting, get in. All right, based on where we're at right now, can we like see anything that would give us any type of clue as to what the challenge would be around which either strength, speed or wits? It's not going to be the strength one because he said the strength one's probably fighting a bog monster and we don't seem to be where they would just have a bog monster. They might have brought, brought one in like a coliseum. Well, they just... also wouldn't have the bog monster take two people to do. Give me a perception check. So I guess I would be looking for this too. Yeah, I guess presumably we all would be looking. All right, well, will an 18 do it? Well, who asked or... about it? I... Brixius. Okay. You are looking. You're trying to assess the situation and looking to see if you can gain any sort of advantage, kind of like how you do against your opponents. And you can see that there are bones in this canal. And looking one way or the uh, looking one way and then the other way, you can see that the ends of this canal are blocked off. Hmm. Guys, I still think me and Abe can do this. Kind of seems like a fight. Right. And we guessed it was going to be a fight. So, I guess, yeah. Look at Jed and say, all right, let's go. Hey. Hey, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. No to me. I see how it is, brother. Oh, she was tapping him. I thought that was the assumption. And also, if we do need possible. Oh, wait. <laughs> I'm just saying, my only advantage is the strength. I'm not the fastest. I'm not the smartest. <laughs> you guys are both faster than me. He's smarter than me. I'm a fighter. I just know how to hit things. <laughs> and if we waste both speeds on the same one, then we're dicked. You know what? I guess it'll be a brother's battle. I'll sit this one out, but I get the next one. That That's just trying to think strategically. <laughs> I yeah, get the right. next one. Ah. Okay. Hopefully it's not a wits, though, because me and you <laughs> together, brother, are fucked. <laughs> You guys got this. I'm gonna give two thumbs up. <laughs> Alright, we'll, uh, get into the canal. I wish I had two more hands, so I could give them four thumbs down. Cue the John Cena. Dun, 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 dun. And I go running out into the <laughs> arena, just fucking pumping up the crowd. <laughs> They're pumped up. They're all, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, ooh, ah. So they're in labor. <laughs> <laughs> And you climb Excuse down me. into this canal, 
Uh, it is probably 40 to 50 feet down. It's very deep. <laughs> so fucking just fall. I was about to frog splash into this fucking thing. <laughs> and you can see, at, once you get down there, there are definitely bones. Bones that you couldn't see from up there that have been covered in moss and lichen. And there are some mounds of rock that have fallen out of the canal uh, structure and are now just piled in this in the bottom of this canal. And as you're standing there waiting to see what is going to happen, all of the chanting stops and Gublio steps to the edge of the canal, looks down on you and goes, When I was young and I was taking over this swamp, I fought many, many beasts. We have not fed this beast in some time. Is it dead then? Behold, your first challenge. And you hear a massive roar as two goblins knock away these like pylons on the far side, causing a gate to crash down and opening a hole in the side of the canal and coming out with long, green, clawed hands and greasy black hair, you see a troll. Yeah. And that's where we're going to end our episode. Oh. Fucked. Nuts. Yeah. Well, I think we've picked the two right people for the job. This nice, nice little Kane Undertaker brother duo. <laughs> we should have let them do it. <laughs> That shit would have been phenomenal. <laughs> I think it would have been well. I guess Jet does have like pretty decent fighting abilities, even though he's just a young, weak boy. Got pretty high AC, and uh, he can just walk up the damn wall at this point. Although, since we're standing up at the top, though, I do want to like lean over to Abe and say, so these goblins don't necessarily understand what magic is. So I think we still might be able to help them out. Yeah, that's not that's not a bad assumption, but. I cast message. No need to help. And message. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see if you need help or not next time. Those of you that have been listening, hope you enjoyed what you heard. Uh, you can follow us. Well, actually, let's back it up a little bit. I want to get the challenges done today. Mm. No, I definitely didn't. Like, I was hoping. No, I, I knew that we were saving all the challenge. Like, our next episode could just be the three challenges at that <laughs> point, if they take it's going to. I'm just excited. <laughs> Good. Good. Our listeners will be too. That's why, <laughs> that's why I make it a cliffhanger. Uh, those of you listening, hope you enjoyed what you heard. If you did enjoy what you heard, head over to Apple Podcasts or Stitcher and leave us a five-star rating and review. We would love to hear what you think. We'd love to get your feedback. And we will read your review on the air. If you would like to keep in touch with us in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Death Saving Bros. And for those of you that have been checking out Life Saving Bros, we are actually going to be moving that into our Death Saving Bros username. So that way you'll have one place for all your tips, tricks, and other gaming stuff to bring your own D&D campaign to life. If you would like to keep in touch with us personally on Twitter, I am at HP Camper. I'm at Benfro15. 
I'm at Ima underscore B underscore rad. Follow the fucking main page and they'll tell me about it. Or leave a review because he reads those. Oh yeah, I do do that. Find me on PS4 as F-A-T-T dash Smith. Playing single player games only. Ah, fuck you. Yeah, let's also uh, try to bring back the hashtag Death Saving Bros on Twitter. Get that up and running again. And I also know B-Rich started Reddit for us as well. So. Yes. Something to also note. Because Brixius can't read. <laughs> so I did not read it. <laughs> Those of you listening in your car, in your home, or wherever you may be, keep saving those death throws and we'll see you on the next one. Some of the sounds and background music in this production are copyright material. The songs Alden, Autumn on the Ramparts, Autumn on the Ramparts Combat, In Corridors of Yore, Organ and Calesta, and Ritual Deep, Dark and Wet, Bass and Percussion, are copyright Will Savino and the Music D20 Project. These tracks are used with permission, all rights reserved. The Death Saving Bros theme song is an abridged version of the song Run by Kai Angle and sourced from the Free Music Archive. This track is used with permission under Creative Commons Attribution License 4.0. You can read the full license at creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 4.0 slash legal code.